say to that dude i'm gonna get up i'm gonna walk out of the room uh-huh. i'm gonna enter through a and middle a middle <laughs> tunnel. elevator thing <laughs> yes. yeah the yeah. cody vader you don't have the tattoo though well actually surprise i've got no i didn't <laughs> you don't like the design <laughs> it looks like the logo for a racist energy drink <sighs> he did solve racism he did solve racism what a tattoo what a tattoo and what a week of news we don't really do news stuff here, but... No, what we usually do, we record a topical episode, yeah, and then I uh, sit on it for a couple months. We could have not do an episode on the son of a son of a son of a plumber. How does this go? It would be the son of a son of a plumber. Son of a son Or of grandson a of a plumber, if you will. I will. Cody Rhodes. The roller codester. Uh, code dust. Code dust. So... So what the fuck happened? What well, the gonna, fuck gonna, happened? I, I printed this. You, yeah, you're, we're taking this very seriously. You printed an outline. I've never put as much work into my actual job where you know I went thirty six thousand dollars in debt for <laughs> as I I've, as I've put into this outline for Cody Rhodes. You've got a you've got like a little what is this the lead? Um, I don't know. I just is this they, the teaser? Like if we're, if some there's a commercial for this, Cody is a student of history. Don't read it out. That's embarrassing. It's like when I read my live journal <laughs> that still exists. And, man. No one... Sh- you know what? The tattoo that Cody has? Someone should have told him, don't do that. But it's like the same energy of like when you're a kid. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then, like, really you shouldn't. Right. And you go back to it later on. Like, wow, that was really, really cringe, as the kids say. Yeah. His tattoo is cringe. Yeah, listen, and my writing is cringe. I had a goth phase. What? I goth? Goth. goth? From Peacemaker? No, no, goth, G-O-G-O-G-O-T-H. Like Sting. How how are you saying goth? 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 Where are you? No, you didn't say that the first three times. Please tell me the correct way to say goth. Why are you saying it that way? Should I? Are you like an opera? An opera? I don't know. What are you talking about? Phantom. Goth. Goth? Goth. Goth? Like... Goth. <laughs> like from Wayne's World? No, that's Garth. <laughs> You're closer to Garth. Nah, man, you've been doing some weird shit with your O's. Goth. And... There's an F. You're saying it like a weird F. Goth. I don't like this. <laughs> Keep this in. This is banter. This is what people. There was do. a there was a Goth Cody Rhodes. With the... Oh, the Brody feud. Yeah. He went emo. Yeah. It's a really bad die job. It was very, very, very dark. Very dark, yeah. And like we had seen, it was him, like shoe polish black. It's real bad. We, I mean, he debuted with like his natural hair color, so we know what his hair is supposed to look like. It's not bad. Okay, Roly Coaster. What's going on with Cody Rhodes? I have no fucking idea All what's right. going on with Cody. So before we talk about Cody, 
Uh, Steve Austin's coming back. No, he's not. Maybe. He's coming back. And that news broke, I believe, Monday night. Uh, this is uh, the 14th Valentine's Day. That broke. Huge news. Dude's been, been gone for like 20 years. The next day, uh, Stardust apparently is is leaving AEW. Yep. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. They, they all post their little announcements, and that overtakes Steve Austin's news, which is kind of nuts. Yeah. He's not a bigger... I mean, obviously, Cody's not a bigger star, but that's weird. Very weird. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Cody Rhodes, what the fuck happened, is happening, and we're not talking about the tattoo. No, no. Although, the tattoo, I think... Was that it, the, the beginning of the end? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is, because as you said, somebody should have told him no, and nobody did. Yeah. And that seems to be, in this postmortem, mm-hmm. if there is indeed a, a mortem, right, if if Cody's AEW career is dead and buried, sure, perhaps later to be resurrected, who knows. Yeah. But if this is the end, that appears to have been the beginning of the end, because the pattern that emerges seems to be either Cody is not listening when people are telling him what to do and what not to do, or no one feels comfortable telling him what or what not to do. Yeah. Now, we should preface by saying this is all... All conjecture. Let's assume Cody wanted to stay, which we don't know. Clearly, maybe he didn't want to stay. I, th- I, I think he did, but... So, Under very specific circumstances. Yes. And Tony, I guess, opted not to. Now, the, the, the speculation, the rumor is, Tony as, didn't As Conrad would say, yeah. the rumor and innuendo. The rumor is that Tony sensed or knew, there's an understanding that Cody was, un- was unhappy, and that, uh, that Tony just didn't re-up or choose to take the two-year option. Either way, really fucking weird. And I, you know, in general, I support, uh, if you want to leave a company, go for it. Like, you should not be kept there like the WWE tends to do with their talent and, and not release them. But that's what happened and why Cody started AEW. I mean, he laughed. Finally, they, they released him in 2016. So, I mean, right now, we're, we're one week removed from all the news. They're... Doesn't seem to be confirmation one way or the other if he's going to WWE. The belief that he is that he is, but let's talk about okay, what is he giving up by leaving? What do we quote unquote know about what he wanted out of AEW, and is he going to get that in in Vince's you know company? Let me answer your last question first. No. no. <laughs> Absolutely no. Absolutely not. A- a Dean Ambrose, nope. <laughs> nope. So what do we think Cody wanted? I think, once again, when all of this, you know, in retrospect is laid bare, hindsight being twenty twenty, we can see that Cody wanted to be the face of AEW. I think that's probably accurate, yes. And at the beginning, he was. Mm -hmm. He was everywhere. Yeah, and even at the end was the first guy you would see in the opening of Dynamite. Yes. And so on. 
he's on the middle, you know, all the, the ring trucks and whatever yeah. else. He's the guy who got the reality show. He's the guy who got to be on the game show. Yep. The TNT title, I mean, I, I always thought... the Cody Rhodes Memorial title. Yep. He didn't win the AEW title, and in retrospect, had a title created, a special Whittle title just for him, yep. that he could win and could be for him. It seems like, and this is probably just how it seems, I don't know what the actual numbers are, it seems like he was champion for like half of that title's existence. I mean, he, he won it like tw- at least twice. Three times. Three, cause yeah, yeah, three times. Because he won it again not that long ago. Yeah. Which was weird. Yes. Considering. Which is why I think he wanted to stay. And yeah. why I think the assumption was that they would work something out. Yes. But, yes, to to your point, to answer your question, I think the vision that Cody had, I think he <laughs> wanted to be the guy. And he wanted to use AEW to springboard into mainstream superstardom. Sure. I think Cody wanted to be the John Cena. I think Cody saw himself as the breakout star mm-hmm. of this company. And I think he became frustrated and disillusioned that the company got hotter. And the hotter the company got, the cooler he got. And not cool, cool. Like, no, less I'm, hot. Less hot, exactly. It yeah. was like AEW was getting hotter, but the hotter it got the less of a star he seemed like. Yes. But we can talk about this later. I think that is because he was trying to be a character that people didn't want to see. He, he, Roman Reigns himself. He, well, he, John Cena himself. I think that's, it's both, isn't it? Right? Yes. Um, We, we, I want to revisit that because when we talk about, you know, on my notes here. Yep. I have something like, what happened? Right? Yeah. Because there's a lot that happens from, what, beginning, I don't know the timeline necessarily, but like, whenever that QT Marshall feud, the factory stuff happened, things really got off the rails. And, and maybe even before then, but if you look at the timeline, you've got Andrade coming in, you've got Christian coming in, the kicker was Malachi Black in July, but again, to your point, like, he is less maybe relied on, maybe not the biggest star in the company anymore. And this is before we get to all out. And and, you know, this contract's coming up, so you'd wanna increase in your in your pay. You wanna fill money. You want his fill money. You want his pockets filled. Yeah, and I, I again no one knows what, what the deal is, if they couldn't afford him, or maybe they didn't feel like he was worth fill money. I don't know. We'll get to that later, but Here's what we know. He leaves AEW, where he had creative freedom to some degree, obviously. Maybe too much. Right, they're not scripting his promos. No, absolutely he, not. The problem, in fact, is that he's scripting his promos. He doesn't know when to say when. Yeah. Or maybe he doesn't know when to hear when. Yeah. Who's editing him, right? Uh, no one, apparently. Like, he would workshop these promos. Okay. But who's he workshopping them with? His wife? Yeah, like Brandy and his dogs and QT. Yeah. Presumably, he's not workshopping them with CM Punk. Or... Or MJF. How about Tony Khan? Or Tony Khan. But, I mean, guys who are... Like, great talkers? Yeah. He's leaving this company where he had 
a level of uh, autonomy. He was on these other, you know, non-wrestling TV shows on the network. He was always going to be a pushed guy. Like, that was never in doubt. And he's, he's leaving this place that he create, helped create mm-hmm. against the competitor. And he's going back to the competitor for... This is... You know, I've seen numbers online. I don't think they're all real numbers. But I saw Meltzer say that Cody was making less than $3 million a year. That was what Dave said. So, what do you think? $3 million a year or $3 million over three years? I have no idea. Let's go... Let's just go over three years, right? So, he's going to definitely make more than that. So, more than a million a year. I think that's happening if he's going to WWE. I think, you know, he can make maybe double to triple that over the course of a contract, for sure. But what is he giving up? We know what he's giving up. Yes. We All that creative stuff, not going to happen. At least not in the long run. I don't think that's happening. No, they're going to script his promos. Yes. That, if he shows up tonight, that segment... We get a great reaction. And maybe that promo will be good. The week four? I don't know, brother. It, it, it's not looking great just based on WWE track, uh, the, the history. Who at this point in WWE is not doing scripted promos? I mean, I think everyone's scripted. Who, I mean, maybe, was... maybe Paul Heyman's not doing scripted. But he's also doing the same shit every week. Right, right. But I'm saying they're... Like, when Steve Austin comes back, he's not doing a scripted promo. You would hope not. Right? So, there are... I, I think I remember seeing a report that there are, like, a handful of people who they... Trust. Are a little bit hands-off yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Kevin Owens maybe one. I think Owens, Zayn, Lesnar, Roman, Heyman. Like, the, like, if you watch the show, I think you'd know. Yeah. Who it is. Because everyone else is so scripted. It's clearly not Seth. You don't think he's a good promo? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think Seth is an alright promo, but I think he's also very scripted. I think he's terrible. But that's besides the point. So, all right, Cody's going to go back to a company where he spent nine years in? Call it a decade. About a decade, give or take. Well, counting developmental. Yeah, so a decade. His first job, probably, unless mm-hmm. he... If I could work to Dairy Queen or something, probably not, because he was Dusty Rhodes' kid. Yeah. So, is, well, is question, this going to be a bad move? Yes. Not money-wise. Money-wise, fine. He's going to make I mean, a it's ton a, of money. It's going to be a short-term windfall. He's. I think it'll be less valuable at the end of the contract, for sure. Yeah. Because everyone is less valuable, besides Brock, I guess, is less valuable at the end of the contract. Whatever. It's his life. But if you want to be a hot commodity... Which you would theoretically want to be at, at at the end of every deal, which you know go back to this current deal that just expired. Is he a hotter commodity today than he was in 2018? He probably is, but only because of where he's leaving. He has the residual heat of AEW of being the first big AEW star to mm-hmm. cross over, to cross back over, cross roads over, cross roads over, yeah. <laughs> The fact that, I mean, it's a moral victory for WWE, right? It mm-hmm. is a publicity win. Yeah. Because the narrative has been for years now that all the talent is flowing in one direction. Yeah. Cody is the first example of somebody who has said, actually, the grass is not greener in AEW. 
and has you know taken his services to WWE. Yeah, allegedly, we still don't know. Right, but he ain't going to Impact. No, <laughs> and he ain't although go- although Impact, the guy who owns Impact, is like loaded. Yes, and theoretically, like it, he's not going to Impact, but. He's not going to NWA. He's not going to Ring of Honor. He's not going to New Japan no. or All Japan or Pro Wrestling Noah. Or a controller narrative. <laughs> well. He did solve racism. Um, yeah, he's like, if he's into wrestle and he's not going back to AEW, it's if, WWE. If AEW couldn't pay him the money that he wanted, there's only one place that can. Yeah. So, is your question, was he hotter, is he hotter now like, is his AEW... I guess I would put it this way. Well, I, the, is, the question isn't necessarily, is he hotter now than he was eight, three years ago? Because I think the answer is, probably it's comparable. Because 2018, 2019, WWE, or Triple H, was going to apparently give them the world, right? They, they, they wanted AEW not to exist. So how do you do that? You get all the guys. Cut, right? the, cut the head off the snake. Yeah, so I think, in a lot of ways, it's probably comparable. And he's probably getting paid more money now than he would have three years ago. Just because WWE makes more money now, etc., etc. What I'm most interested in is if he signs a three-year deal, and that 18-month deal, whatever it is, is he going to be as hot as he is today at the end of that deal? And I think no one is. No. And also, who's to say it's going to be three years with the state of WWE being what it is? Sure. I mean, they could release them by the end of the year. Especially if we know they they are in a they have a huge boner for cutting payroll. I feel triggered when you said boner, but <laughs> sure. A huge Ralph boner for cutting payroll, mm-hmm. and presumably Cody is he comes with a hefty price tag. They've fired a lot of people making a lot less money, presumably than they're going to pay Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So. Who knows? Fucking Nick Khan might get a wild hair up his ass in three months, and Cody's gone. Unlikely. A man without a country. Sure. Sure. Unlikely. I think, I mean, he's probably going to last more than three months. But... But who knows? That's fair. Fair. I think Cody falls into a very, like, interesting spot in WWE because he's not... He's not old, but he's not young. He's going to get come in for a lot of money. We know they can release people who make a lot of money. Braun Strowman. Bray Wyatt, who also apparently was like uh, creatively unhappy and made it difficult to write for him, whatever if you whatever you believe. And if Cody is Cody, then I don't see it being that much different than Bray Wyatt in terms of like being upset with the creative. So you're the guy who gets paid a lot of money, who might be vocal about creative, and you're going to be in the business of cost-cutting in a, a year at least, this right? Is, yeah, I mean, this is a guy who, we presume, Tony Khan, who is well-known, has a reputation for being fairly lenient and fairly indulgent of mm-hmm. talents, ideas, Sure. decided, presumably, mm-hmm. that Cody was more trouble than he was worth. I don't Based know, on the information I, we have, that's what we can. Continue. I don't know. I don't know if it's right to say that he was more trouble than he was worth, but it seems to be the case that as a value proposition, keeping Cody Rhodes on at the amount of money that he wanted was not a wise decision, yeah. based on what 
he was contributing and what work had to be put in to mm. offset or course correct or whatever sure. that Cody wanted to do. I mean, there it is. Yeah. So, okay. We started this podcast with, like, what the hell happened? We also haven't used this. We're going to use it now. We're going to use it now. This okay. is a segue. Okay. So, what did happen? Let's talk about, we all know who Cody Rose is, right? Son of I've Dustin. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Brother of Dustin. Mm-hmm. Um, Stardust. Mm-hmm. But let's go through where he's going back. He was in WWE. For a decade. For a decade. Okay, so he was in OVW. Tag team partner of Sean Spears. Sean Spears. He made his debut in 2007. I was not watching at the time. Alongside uh, Bob Hardcore Holly. Bob Hardcore Holly. Not a fan of Shawn Michaels. And if you remember, he I think he was maybe tag camps with Holly. He was. Uh, what a great tag division they had back in 2007. Cody Rhodes technically won the tag team titles from himself. It's like that Arrested Development self. I just blew myself. Yes. Well, um, he just pinned himself. He was go. he was Bob Holly's tag team yeah. partner, and he was they were defending against Ted DiBiase and a mystery partner. Ted DiBiase, the son. Yes, Ted DiBiase Jr. Uh, Ted Teddy Jr. and a mystery partner, yep. and halfway through the match, Cody was like, "It's me," and yeah. then they beat, they beat Hardcore Holly, and uh-huh. Cody therefore won the title from himself. So I lied, guys. I was watching 2007. I remember that because I <laughs> I was back home and I was lonely. You know what I remember about Cody Rhodes in that era? That? He should have been wearing knee pads. That's that's true. I think most people should not be, be, be wearing knee pads. I mean, even Cesaro would have, like, tape or something sure. on his thighs. Yeah. If you don't have anything, you just look nude. Although, I will say... Yeah, tell me. Minoru Suzuki pulls it off. I think you have a thing for him. Who doesn't? He teams up, pairs up with Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. Shortly after, your boy Sam Snuka, or Manu, both, I think... <laughs> Anyways, the legacy is formed with Randy as the the top guy in, yes. in, the, in the stable. Legacy, eh. I mean, I don't think you could ever do a legacy reunion and people care. But if you do a Cody and Randy feud, people would care. Yeah. I remember watching, maybe you do as well, there's that segment on Raw where Randy is like berating Cody, maybe about, du- about Dusty. Do you remember this? Is this where Cody just like... He's making weird yeah, he like, faces. Ugh, yeah, he's like, yeah, like, and Randy's just like, yeah. essentially like, you have to take this so, abuse, yeah. I remember that because I always thought Cody was, the of the two underlings, the better one. I mean, there's no question. But he was less pushed than Ted. I think they liked Ted more. Ted's, Ted was bigger. So was I. And <laughs> Cody was getting such a, like, a great, that moment that you just said, getting a great reaction from the crowd. It was like, They've got something here. Like, he's connecting, and maybe it's through his family or whatever, but, like... It was that Wardlow thing. You want to see this guy snap and attack his boss. It's a very well-trod wrestling thing. And, as you say, Cody has the legacy of Dusty. Legacy. Yep. The common man. Yes, so... Son of a plumber. Did you say golf again? Golf. Okay. So, they go to Mania... Randy beats them both, I think. Yeah, was, uh, was that a triple threat or a handicap match? It doesn't matter, but I think it was a triple threat. It was a, I think it was a triple threat, and they both teamed up against Randy. Because and he beat them both. That makes sense. That's how you create new stars. Right. So, all right, now we're in 2010, because that I think that's 2010, Mania 29. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, Punk and Ray one, I remember that. He then becomes... 
Dashing Cody, Cody Rhodes. I love Please. Dashing Cody Rhodes. I love that. I love Dashing and Undashing. I prefer Dashing. I think a lot of people preferred deformed Cody Rhodes. Sure. We're just Doctor Doom gimmick, but no, I'm I'm fully Dashing this. I, like I popped so hard the first time I saw the vignette. Oh my god! Yeah. Where he's like talking about his. Fucking artisan toothpaste yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I remember the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> like looks directly into the yeah. camera and they CGI in the tooth sparkle. Amazing. I was so here for it. That WWE was... in 2010 way better than WWE in 2022. Oh yeah, we don't we don't get fucking vignettes anymore. If if Baron Corbin got vignettes where he was like at a casino gambling, yeah, I would like that. Well, they did the online.com when he was poor. Yes, that was pretty good. Yeah, but. There's difference. There's a difference between like an online exclusive segment sure. than something that's just like, here's this character. Sure, I think mean, you could do both on TV. That would be great. Yeah. Um. So, whatever. So, Cody's now dashing. He's, I I remember his like in ring segments and thinking like these are fucking good and they don't. This like in contrast to modern day WWE like that's like a lot of great character work, where like. He was, you know, this is 2010. He's doing that. You got uh, Punk on SmackDown, I think, as well, doing the straight edge stuff. He, there was a period of time when WWE would let guys, maybe they're scripted for sure, but like they could get their characters across in these ways that I felt worked and connected. I don't think that's happening anymore. No, for sure. Um, now, granted, I don't watch WWE that often, so, you know, whatever. Um, but he's he's doing this new character. We both love it. Great song. Then he, John Cena agrees. Yeah, <laughs> saw that clip today. <laughs> um, and and of course, so he's dashing. Then he becomes, you know, deformed Cody Rhodes, which is still pretty good. Then he's like thrown in these like he gets the IC belt. He brings back the IC belt. Yes, the white belt. The white belt, mm-hmm. which everyone pops for. I'm mm-hmm. I'm still happy that he brought it back, and he's the one I think associated with the return as he should be. But, like, you know, post-dashing, he's kind of in... They start to throw him in tag teams. Like, a lot of tag teams. They throw him with Drew. Drew and Sandow, mm-hmm. with Rose Collars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is the genesis of his babyface turn. He has a mustache at some point. The must- Yes. He had the mustache t-shirt. Eli Cobb uh, was yeah. jealous. His, his, his uh, merch coming back <laughs> is going to be real good. So he goes away, or no, he's sorry, he turns babyface yeah. because Damian Sandow, Cody's about to win Money in the Bank, Yes. Sandow turns on him, mm-hmm. and Cody then turns on Sandow, mm-hmm. and we kind of get this fired up babyface. Yes, yeah. he Cody throws Rhodes. the briefcase into the... Into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Gulf of Mexico, was that where it was? Maybe. The body of water. Sure is. Um, so now he's a babyface. Did it work for you? Babyface? No. No. Babyface Cody Rhodes, no. The only time Babyface Cody Rhodes has worked for me mm-hmm. was in like the first nine months of AEW. Sure, yeah, yeah. But in WWE, no, I did not. Well, not necessarily because with Dustin. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes. So we're still in 2013. Uh huh. That's the sound now, Money in the Bank, I believe, where he. I don't even remember what he does. Who? Cody. Between that Sandow feud <laughs> and the authority angle with yeah. Dustin. I do not remember what he did. He's probably banging around backstage. He gets married. 
Yes. He's married to uh, some broad. Brandy. What'd you call her? Said some broad. I mean, she was some broad to him at some point. Yes. Um, and ring announcer Eden Styles. Yeah. So probably the the high point of Cody's run, uh, that at least for me is the the team with Dustin. Yes. The feud with the Authority, and by by extension, the Shield. Yes. Right? The Shield are henchmen. The the Shield were the hottest and most protected act on the show. Yes. Hotter and more protected than the top guys. Mm-hmm. They were beating guys who were over and protected. They were beating your Daniel Bryans. They were beating your... Cena's. Their, your Cena's, right. Your yeah. your Randy's, your Ryback's, yeah. Sheamus. Like, these guys were, were... Like, Sheamus and Orton... Sorry. Yes. I'm laughing because all of what you said is true, but then I remembered that whatever pay-per-view it was where Punk beats all three of them. Make huh? Roman look strong? Make Roman... <laughs> and they also lost, like, the Usos randomly... That's a separate podcast, but they were. This was the first tag team title run, yeah, and their first title loss. So let's talk about the the pairing of Dustin and Cody, right? Yeah, you know they're related. Yes, they they never really have interaction on TV. They bring in Dustin. Hold on, they do something uh, back during the dashing run. Okay, it was like on a fucking July Fourth episode or something, and. Goldust shows up to do his like rubbing sure. himself gimmick, Same. and Cody goes, "Well, that was that wasn't very dashing." And then Dusty shows up and he's like, "Hey, I got some weird kids." Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I may have seen this, but and then I think everybody about. danced. That's what they do in those segments. Yeah, like every mania when they have all the old timers in the back. Yeah, they all just dance. Yeah, either that or they're playing like the the fucking card game, the WWE Wrestle Buddies. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> Cody's lazy. Um, so Dustin, who had I believe not like, they brought him in to do this like uh, match with Randy, where Cody had been fired. He was fired for taking time off for his wedding. I mean, was that the storyline? Yeah. Okay. Was well, it? I don't recall. Again, this is WWE like 10 years ago. It's kind of hard to remember. But, but I mean, they bring in Co- uh, Dustin. I remember listening to a podcast and, and they were like raving about how well Dustin did. And he looked great. Yeah. We think of at this point, we're so used to Dustin being in phenomenal shape sure. and being, you know, so good for his age mm. that we forget that there was a long time where Goldust was kind of a punchline. Was he Dark Rain in Impact? He was. Yeah. He was Black Rain. Black Rain. Black Rain. And then he came back, it was like Gold Dust and Vader and Jonathan Coachman versus Batista at like a Taboo Tuesday. And they okay. all kind of look like shit. Sure. Was Relic there? That's Killer Spell backwards. <laughs> yeah, if you say so. Uh, but I they can't would, spell. They would bring him back for Legends yeah. Night or whatever. Yeah. And But he definitely was not a respected no. performer no. or anything. His whole career revival is kind of based on him showing up all... DDP'd into incredible yeah. shape. Had a great match with Randy, where I mean, they, I, I, again, don't know if he was already under a deal, but like, definitely stayed around. Like, they gave him a deal, and then they, they eventually, yeah, they team up with Cody, who's a fiery baby face. You, you, they incorporated Dusty. I mean, there's a lot to say about this, like, uh, this run, but like, they excelled. They did really well. And then, what happened? Stardust happened. Yeah, the fifth dimension, the fifth galaxy. Mm-hmm. Not the direction I would have 
gone with Cody Rhodes at that time. Now, this is interesting because this is apparently the first time that Cody actively hates the creative that he's given. Right? He's had pretty decent creative all things considered until then. Yeah. Yeah. And he was able to make all those things work. Like, dashing might have been difficult to get over. Mm. I mean, those things were not easy to get over. No. Like, Ted DiBiase could not have gotten over dashing or gotten over deformed. Like, any of those characters would have been yeah, tough. Yes. If you're anybody in that sort sure. of OVW mold. Like, yeah. if you gave it to Miz, maybe. If you gave it to Dolph Ziggler, who knows. Right? Zack Ryder, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Right? But Cody nailed it. Yeah. He has a real talent for character work. Yes. And this is maybe a hot take. I think he was very good at Stardust. I think it was a bad idea for a character. I think it was beneath him and his skill level. Mm -hmm. But I think he did a decent job of making this a memorable character and kind of pouring his heart into it. Sure. But this is the first time he doesn't like what he's given. No. It's not what he wants to do. And in fact, he tries to tell them that he will work as Stardust mm -hmm. on SmackDown and as Cody Rhodes on Raw. Yeah. Unrelated. And he's offering to, like, for the same amount of money. Sure. To work, work twice. double. Yeah, to work twice and presumably just never be home. Yeah. Just work house shows for both loops constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to be Stardust because he knows that you can get stuck in these yeah. roles. Mm hmm. Uh, and he does, in fact, get stuck. Look at Ricochet. Yeah. Um, so, he... Stardust happens. He's teaming with Goldust still. And so, you got the dust... Right. And... I, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, this was so... He was so bad that when he was on, I, I checked out. I wasn't really following uh, Stardust too much. I know that he did the... The, uh, who's the fucking, uh... Green Arrow? No, the fucking idiots, um... The Ascension? Yes, them. The Cosmic Wasteland. I was about to say the, uh, the Warriors, I don't know what their name was. Yeah, I mean, like, that, those last, I don't even know, year or so, Dusty dies. Let's say, like, Dusty dies in, in, was it 2015? 2015, I think. Um, and they didn't have him... Like, go back. Yeah, everybody thought that was going to happen after Dusty died. I teased it on, like, Twitter, I think. Cody, not his dad, obviously. And I think his dad dying probably did have a serious impact on how he wanted himself to be portrayed. Yeah. I think with his dad gone, he probably felt a lot of pressure to continue their legacy uh -huh. in a more meaningful way. Yeah. Dusty, Polka Dots. You know, this is starting to feel like the Stardust gimmick is... We're fucking... We're making fun of you. They hate that family. Yeah. Uh, which becomes part of the story. Like, they've mentioned it in the Authority, uh, uh, Cody and, and Dustin feud. Like, Dustin, Dusty was on TV, right? With Stephanie. Yeah, and apparently got in some hot water because he put his hand in her face. Yeah. On live television. Um, so, the last couple of months of Cody's run, last couple, more than a couple of months, not great, okay? The mania in Texas, I think. With the polka dot ladder? Yeah. Or the bedazzled ladder? Well, yeah, I think either or, whichever. And then he, like, is that year, 2016, 
he gets his release. But we did the WWE chapter. Okay, Ron, all things considered, the Stardust off not so great. Went weird at the end. Yeah. Clear, clearly, creatively frustrated. Felt like he could be utilized better. And the, the perception from management appears to have been, this is as far as he's going to go. Yeah. Because they refused to let him go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. They did not think there was money in Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. as a character. So let's let's lay the land in 2016. Um, there is no AEW, obviously. Ring of Honor is doing pretty well. You've got Cole, you've got the Young Bucks, you've got, um, I think maybe Omega's making appearances here and there. Ring of Honor is doing very well. PWG, doing very well. Uh, New Japan, strong. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Cody Rhodes is a WWE wrestler from the ground up. Superstar. Superstar. He is not your indie right. worker. He's never worked an indie match. No. He's never worked a non-WWE match he may have in his in, life. He may have worked in Indiana. He ain't worked in <laughs> indie, right? Indies. So, you know, I, I have this uh, bias. I'll admit it. I'm sure you have it too. I don't necessarily think WWE wrestlers that they train from the ground up are like interesting dynamic performers. Okay? Certainly not compared to like the people who come from the Indies. So, he leaves. I'm not that interested. Right? And I'm just not. He put he puts out the list. The list of Vodico. R- the list that he wants to, you know, his goals. Uh-huh. Right of of people he wants to work with, and it's like the some of the people on this list. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Moose is on there. Moose is on, yeah. Okay. Impact is on there specifically as just like Impact, yeah. right? He said the streamers thing, which is New Japan. Yeah, right. But the one that gets me is like Mike Bennett. Well, it's, yeah, he I said, don't... says the miracle. Yeah, right. But like, really? I'm gonna go through the list. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've got Adam Cole. That's where you say Bebe. Uh, Dalton Castle, who was pretty over at the time. Yes. Boa, which is PWG. Kurt Angle. Chris Hero. The Miracle in quotes. Moose. Pat Buck. <laughs> All right. Uh, the streamers, like you said, the Young Bucks. Trevor Lee. Shibata. Personal ring announcer. Roddy Strong. Very few of these are the miracle? dream matches for a Cody Rhodes. Well, well for Co- from Cody's perspective, maybe. Yes. But from an outside perspective, I don't think anybody's like, I, I would love to see Cody Rhodes wrestle Roddy Strong. No, no. I mean, a dream match would be, and they did it, was him and Dustin. Right. And it was nothing. Him and Randy in a major way. Yeah. Even him and Triple H. Say 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 the way Regal would say. Say it the way the Regal would say Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. More games. So he puts out this list. Says in 16, he hooks up with the Young Bucks, who are now, I think, if not now, but going to be the elite, right? Part of the Bullet Club, major faction. Everyone who's listening to this probably knows what the Bullet Club is. And it's a weird fit. The guy in the suit. Surrounded by a bunch of guys in denim and black tees. It's a little weird. Yes. But successful. Mm-hmm. He becomes Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, with the ring. Yep. He, at least for me, blows my expectations of Cody Rose on the Indies. Like, I never once thought that he could be definitely as successful as he was. 
I didn't think it was going to be that successful to begin with, quite frankly. What did you think? No, I didn't think it was going to be... It, it would be like if The Miz left WWE and was like, I'm going to light the indies on fire. Sure. Well, it's like, Zach, it's like Zack Snyder. Zack Ryder. Except that he got over multiple times and had sure. a grassroots fan base. Sure. I don't know, man. I guess you're right. Yeah, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona proved skeptics he, wrong. He went to AEW. They used him twice, whatever the number was. And then, like, never use them again, because... Bro, I don't even work here. <laughs> right? <laughs> but... Cody Rhodes had that energy of... Okay, like... This is not really your scene, but fine. The thing is that Cody didn't have the energy of, like... People have been rabid for years for Cesaro to leave sure. WWE. Because they're both underutilized, sure. as it turned out. But people would be... Hype to see Cesaro elsewhere. Mm -hmm. People want to see Cesaro in AEW. They yeah. want to see him work a G1. They want to see him back in, in uh, Ring of Honor or yeah. Battle of Los Angeles, whatever it sure. is, right? Because there's feuds to revisit. There's mm -hmm. nothing to revisit for Cody Rhodes. Stylistically, he doesn't seem to mesh well with a lot of the guys in the, working that indie style. No. He goes... Probably doesn't even like... And he said as much. It's like, you know, I'm not really into... like what the Young Bucks do. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, wrestle not, like that's them. That's not his style of wrestling. He doesn't wrestle like them at all. No. And I think that's why AEW, part of why AEW was so interesting, because the Cody style was so different than the Young Bucks style. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the problem, I think, becomes that it becomes about more than in-ring style. Yeah. And it becomes about booking style and presentation yes. style as well. Which we'll get to that. We're we jumping to, ahead. We'll get to AEW. So we have to make a, a, a brief pit stop at All In. Yeah, well, before we get to All In, uh, some some points here. Bullet Club, like we mentioned, there is a... The Bullet Club is fine storyline. The Civil War. He's feuding with Kenny for the, I guess, like, who's the leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, there, you know, at the time you got... Marty, Yacht, Paige. Cole had left by... Cole was about to leave. Maybe he didn't leave already. Because uh, he shows up in 2017. Um, Ibushi's around. Ibushi's around, yeah. It's, we'll get to All In, but let's talk about... He, he goes to Evolve, right? I think this is before Evolve has a relationship with WWE. Drew McIntyre's there. I bring this up because the McIntyre um, return is, like, what we're seeing with the, now maybe the Cody return. You leave, you get better, you get bigger right. outside, and then they'll want you back. Right. And so he calls out Drew, and, you know, they have their match, whatever, but it's kind of the template what people think about WWE, right? Like, you're not going to get over there, probably. You got to leave, make a name for yourself, and then they'll want you. Uh, I think AJ... Is a, is a kind of an example of this, right? Like, they didn't want him out of impact. Right. So he went to New Japan, Ring of Honor, did very well, and then when it was time to come, when his contract was up. You might say, if you were to try to make this into a slogan, yeah. you might say, undesirable to undeniable. Get the fuck out. Door's right there by the bathroom. So. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's what Cody's whole thing is Absolutely. in the beginning of AEW. And it still you, is kind of that, right? Yeah. Which, you know. which makes it feel like mm -hmm. this whole thing 
was like a weird peacock yeah. to get back on WWE's radar. Do you remember those rumors that Cody was still a WWE guy, but he was working in the indies? And then he never left. You hear about this rumor? No, but it's it's a variation on the whole. Oh well, Vince Russo was a was a secret mole yeah, in WCW spy. to take them down from the inside. Um. So, all in. Let's talk about all in. Yes. Meltzer sends out that tweet in May of twenty seventeen. It's yeah. a reply to someone who says, "Hey, can Ring of Honor ever draw ten thousand fans?" And he said, "Not anytime soon." Yeah. Uh, Cody replies, "You know, we'll take that bet," and. All in sells out in record time. That, I'm I mean, saying it's Cody that tweets it. Yes, it's yeah, Cody yeah. that says we'll take the bet. Yes, Cody is out. He's already. He's all in. Yeah. Well, he's positioning himself as the face of this. Yeah. And in fact, he gets to win the NWA World Championship at yep. that show. Yep. Yep. He's not in the main event, but he gets a big, big showcase moment. He wins the world title that his dad won. Yep. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. His dog comes out, gets scared by fireworks. Glacier's there. Glacier. DDP. Ray Lloyd. Blood ran cold. Tommy Dreamer, before we knew what we knew. <laughs> um, Tommy Dreamer, unhealthy. Uh, <laughs> yes, unhealthy. But unhealthy obsession with Dusty. Yeah. Loves Dusty. Loves Simpson Dusty. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. A little weird. So all that happens, huge success. If you listen to this, you know what happens. Yes. Tony Khan... Had already been thinking about joining a uh, creating company. Uh, he was at the New Japan shows in like L.A. or California. All improved. There is an appetite for non-WWE wrestling in North America. The stars are a lot. Like, literally the stars are available and aligning. Mm-hmm. So, in January 2019, AEW Wrestling is announced. Cody Rose is the face of AEW. Again, a recurring theme here. He's the face. Not Tony. Right, well, Cody is the most recognizable person because he's spent a decade on WWE TV. So your mainstream wrestling fans don't know who the Young Bucks are. They don't know who Kenny Omega is. So Cody is very much the face of this from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's Cody and then it's Jericho. Yeah. Because those two are the... The biggest names. The biggest names. Yeah. And... We would later find out that Jericho was making a ton more money than Cody to be in that position. Sure. Absolutely. They're EVPs. Okay? Yes. They're not... So we find out later that, uh, not surprisingly, there's no equity in the company. They're just EVPs who have positions in the office, maybe uh, some more legit than others, but they're kind of in charge of divisions, It's you know, but they don't own the company. Mm-hmm. It's it's Tony and Tony's dad, mm-hmm. so big shaddy cool, big shaddy cool, my great uncle probably. <laughs> um, so that's what I think we should start because that ends up playing I think a part later on when we're doing these contracts because it's not like Cody has equity in the company so he's not making you know this money on the other on the right. So oh. we eventually find out that yeah. the EVPs have like a domain. Yes. That they are maybe not in charge of. Maybe they are, like Zack Snyder wasn't, he wasn't in charge of all of the, the DCEU stuff. But they said he was like the stylistic godfather. Yeah. Right? So that's probably what we're looking at with the Bucks in terms of the tag division. Mm-hmm. Kenny, it turned out, was that for the women's division. Which left 
Cody in charge of the Cody division. Yeah, the Codyverse. The Codyverse. Kyle and the Snyderverse have very little interest in both. Well, I think Cody probably thought the Bucks would do the tag team division, mm-hmm. Kenny would do the women's division, and he would do the men's singles division. Yeah. Didn't happen. And he kind of got the TNT division as a consolation prize. But then, obviously, you can't be TNT champion forever. So he loses the TNT title, but then it's kind of unclear what he's doing. He never goes to the tag titles? I, don't, I mean, does he? I don't think so. I mean, he teamed briefly with Big Shotty. He also teamed with Dustin against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have tag titles at the time. Right. And they uh, didn't win either. They didn't win either. So, yeah. He teamed briefly with QT, but then QT went over to join Justin as the Natural Nightmares. Yes, I remember they, they wrestled Butcher and Blade. They were a team for like six months. Yeah. Um, but to your point, like, the, the TNT division is like Cody's division. At least it was. Mm-hmm. And it, it could never be that forever. So, you got Darby and Sammy and... These guys that he puts over, you know, I mean, that's one thing you can say about Cody is he's put over a number of people, but then he's also, the the rap against him is that he doesn't put over some people some of the time, right? Like Anthony Ogogo. Right. So the the question is, what is Cody doing? What is Cody thinking? What is the point of Cody Rhodes on your roster, right? Yes. Because is Cody... Is he a gatekeeper? Because he can't win the top title. No. We established that right away with the the angle where he challenges Jericho, Mm -hmm. and Jericho says, I will only defend against you on the condition that if you lose... No, no, Cody brings it up. Cody's like, if I can't beat you, I promise I will never challenge for the AEW championship. He gets all fucking hot and bothered about it. I don't think it's Jericho's suggestion. I think it's Cody's suggestion. Yeah. And then Jericho wins. Of course, because of MJF. Or Spears. Uh, MJF, right? MJF. Rose Natal. Yep. So then that leads into Cody versus MJF, which is a great feud. Yes. Cody versus Jericho was good. Cody versus MJF was great. Yes. The we ten, had the ten lashings. The ten lashings, yeah. Cody the Cody verse. We should talk about the qualities of the Cody verse. Yes. They had like unique in-ring segments that were not matches yes. that we don't see a lot. There's not a lot of in-ring segments in AEW that aren't matches. Yeah. But there are in the Codyverse. Yes. The debut of Sting is a Codyverse thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. He he shows up and then Cody's like, "I'm so excited you came to wrestle me and things like, I'm not here for you." Which never get pay off to that are, are we? <laughs> no. And then Sting like hugs him, and like like a, like a, like a kind of sending hug. Yeah. Yeah, like a. Yeah, which felt like maybe was leading to something, but wasn't. I, I would like to forensically go back in time and see where Tony Khan starts pushing Cody toward the heel turn because he's he's doing good for a while. Yes. The, like the MJF feud was great. Mm. The lashes were great. Yeah. The match, fine. Um, match is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember it, but it was fine. And after the MJF feud, what do we get? The following month is a TNT 
title announcement. He's in the he's in the tournament, okay. We know that he wins it. Then he does the open challenge gimmick. Yep. Which was successful. Mm-hmm. Brody and him wrestle. We know what happens there. Brody wins. Cody dies. Yep. Comes back as a goth. Goth. Yep. Beats Brody. In the dog collar match. Yeah. Brody then goes off TV and then Sally passes away. Uh, then Cody wrestles, I believe, Darby. There's a sack match in there somewhere, but whatever. Uh, he loses to Darby, finally puts him over, which is a like a year-and-a-half, two-year storyline. Yeah, involving Cody getting more and more heelish in his attempts yes. to beat Darby. Cody Rhodes is a heel always, okay? <laughs> this is the deal, right? Like, has Cody Rhodes always been a heel? Yeah. I think so, too. Because I am not cheering for a rich kid who fancies himself a good guy who started a company which is like not part of the TV not part of the storyline I guess but started a company so that he could be a top guy that's Jeff Jarrett behavior that's Triple H behavior and Jeff Jarrett Triple H never started a company no but if he could have he would have yes um, but Jeff Jarrett could have did he Cody made, Rhodes could have did he made brother who knows where he is right now um <laughs> Maybe he's, trying to, maybe he's going to control his narrative. Uh, <laughs> total Jeff Jarrett energy. Yes. Um, so, all right, he loses to Darby, and then what? What happens after he gets out of the... He pretty much is out of the TNT title picture, right? Like, drafted Darby, then Darby does his own thing. What does Cody end up doing? Cody first. The, the, yeah, the, it's the, the factory stuff. Yeah, woof. Woof. It's the factory stuff. It's the weird story where Arn Anderson points out, hey, what is going on with you? Yeah. This is when it actually becomes a a commented upon thing yeah. on the show that people are like, wow, something seems off with Cody Rhodes. What is going on here? Yeah. And we have the feud with the factory. We have Arn like, sneaking into Cody's house and burning his expensive suits and a barrel on the lawn Mm -hmm. we have Arn talking about how you have to have the killer instinct you have to be willing to murder a man with a handgun over a traffic violation (laughs) makes sense but it becomes a talking point on AEW TV that wow something weird's happening with Cody but they've been dropping hints the whole time yeah when in the MJF feud MJF says if you think I'm bad Cody Rhodes is a hundred times worse yeah MJF is always right so, okay, I gotta say this. Brandy, in her presentation on TV, has always been. Uh, not always. It's always like it feels out of place because she, she'll be a heel in her segments, and he's a baby face, but then when she's with him, I'm supposed to not boo her because. She's with him. I don't like that. It's really inconsistent. I know that's how maybe real life is, right? Like, a bad guy can be friends with a good guy. Like, I know that's how life is. But it was weird. I mean, if we want to go back to one of the earliest times that Cody had one of his promos where he he likes to do these things where he does these promos and he acknowledges that something might be happening, acknowledges that people are talking about certain yeah. things. 
and he kind of lets you know that, well, something might happen. He says, this is way early on, yeah. this might even be like one of the first pandemic dynamites, yeah. where he's kind of just waxing philosophical, and he's like... Every, every promo, every Cody promo. He's like, what's going on with me? My wife's doing some kind of... Um, some kind of weird voodoo shit. I wonder what that's about. Am I even in the elite anymore? Yeah. Who's to say? And like, just dropped it. Yeah. And then Brandy also just dropped it. Yeah. And went back to just being his valet. But that's the also the beginning of a Cody thing. He's he started doing that and continued doing that mm-hmm. all the way up until his final promo. Ooh, that last promo. What the fuck was that? On the ladder? The ladder, right? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? I mean, yes. <laughs> Nothing made sense. None of the last two years make sense unless it's leading to a Cody Rhodes heel turn. And apparently it's not. Him going to WWE can be your heel. But <laughs> what was he saying? I'm the forbidden door. Check the receipts. What are you talking about? I, guys, you can't hear me? I'm doing my weird Italian, like, uh, what's this called? Like a, like a paisan. I don't know what this is. <laughs> when your fingers are all uh, bunched up together. Like, Bobby the boop. Bobby the the babka. So, <laughs> what the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. And I wanted, I, I tried so hard. Didn't make any sense to me. He's, again, all of this would be fine. If it led to a heel turn, if it led to a program with, he mentioned Punk, with Punk, with Hangman, Sting, with Sting, MJF, what? It really, not in hindsight, if he doesn't go back to AEW, it felt like this guy, like he didn't shoot obviously, but like, those are probably his real feelings, on, certain guys like him saying things like I'm the forbidden door and. I did what Punk couldn't do, and uh, whatever else he said. It was a rambling promo. It kind of sucked. Um, but, like, he was doing a lot of, like, promos to your point of, like, he would acknowledge, like, it's like breaking the fourth wall. Acknowledge things, but it went, it would always go too long. It seemed contrived. Um, he was also, to use your word from the beginning of this podcast, he was not cool. He was getting cooler. He wasn't as high anymore. And so, circling back a little bit. He's doing the factory stuff. It's not working out. The go-go weigh-in and the match. Yeah. Not great. I was going to say the go-go weigh-in is an example of a Cody-verse segment. Yeah. That wouldn't happen with anybody else. No. You wouldn't see anybody else have that shit. Maybe, maybe Jericho. Because Jericho did the debate. Jericho's had other segments like that, but his typically work. Um, Jer- uh, uh, Cody, the way it didn't work, it was really fucking weird. Poorly timed, all that stuff. Paul White couldn't figure out how to use a scale. Because why you're, would he? You're just about uh, 225. Like, like, what do you mean you're just about 225? You've had 15 minutes, Paul! Yeah, so... I, I, I'm not done yet. I gotta talk about, <laughs> I gotta talk about Randy for a second. Because She's a fine girl. Beautiful what woman. A, what a good wife she was. Probably a great, great mom, right? We don't know anything about Brandy. What we do know, according to reports, is that Cody's going to WWE. Brandy's not going. 
So I have to ask you the question, so why the fuck did you leave? You left your job to not get a job that we know of. Maybe she I, wants I, to not be in the business. Fine. I told you I told you my theory. She's going to be a real housewife of Atlanta. Okay. All right. Fine. So, but the end of 2019, let's talk about, because we know the BM 2020, TK decides, I'm going to handle all the booking. Yes. Which indicates the end of 2019 was... A few people were booking. Yes. It wasn't just Tony. Right. So, uh, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. Right? Spoiling that broth. Mm -hmm. The shows were maybe not as cohesive as they could be. So, Tony Khan decides that he's going to just tighten the reins a little bit. And apparently, everybody else is okay with having Mm -hmm. less input. And Cody chafes. Yeah. The the change in direction, I guess you could say, or at least... The change in who is head booker, who has final say, it's clearly Tony Khan, and he's open to feedback, he's open to ideas. Yeah, you can pit. that's what people we keep hearing, is that you, in fact, have to pitch to Tony. Yeah, so, in my outline, I have here, the first pandemic episode, do you remember it? Do you remember that promo? Yes, Cody's in the ring, he's in his suit. Yeah. Omega yes. is out there. It's Omega and Matt. Nick had been attacked the week before, I think. And Hangman shows up, like, on the ramp, basically to say... Because they were building up this stadium stampede. A huge match. Uh, initially, it was with Blood Guts, whatever. That happened, obviously. The Elite versus the Inner Circle. Right. Cody's not in that match. No. It's Matt Hardy. Right. The promo that he cuts in the beginning of that pandemic episode, he says to to Omega and whoever else, like, I know we haven't been seeing eye to eye lately, so the split has already happened. Like, it's probably on BTE at the time. Cody's no longer in the Elite, or he doesn't want to be in the Elite. That's that's what it is. And we come to find out, maybe later, kind of a shoot. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, maybe not close friends with these guys anymore. Um, and so he's not in the elite. He does his own stuff, the Codyverse. Um, it's weird that you have the elite and you're not in the elite versus the inner circle. Whatever. They drop the Nightmare Collective. Yes. No reason. Which is fine. I don't need well, a reason. There is a reason. And it's it sucked. It was bad, yeah. The Dark Order stuff was not working. I mean, we, we've all seen the gif. Yes. Right? Of the punches. Objectively, 2020 AEW, despite all the the, the the handicaps of like the pandemic and everything, it's a really fucking good show. Like, almost every week was very good, if not great. And what we're learning is Cody's influence on booking or direction is less so. He's not... He's probably unhappy, right? We, we can now assume he's unhappy that he has less power over the direction. He's slowly but surely becoming less, the, less of the face of the organization. Because you're getting new stars. Tony Khan is doing more interviews, um, promoting the product. So Cody becomes... Where does that leave Cody? He's not, the, he's not challenging for the world title, as you said. He's not in the tag division either, really. 
He's already done the TNT run. He's doing the reality shows, which some people believe, well, that's what's turning him heel, is that the audience is, like, upset or something, which I don't understand. I mean... Yeah, well, that's what Arn's like. You go in Hollywood. Like, well, that's part of it. But, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's not that you're doing the show. It's that we don't know why you're here. Yeah. We don't know why you think you're here. Yeah. There's He'll show up, he's here for a bit, and then he disappears again because of some other TV commitment or whatever. Yeah. And then he comes back, and it's like, well, what is... When you're here, what are you doing? He missed the All Out, which is weird. Um, this is All Out in 2020. I believe he missed it. And then, he, again, because he's doing this, like, he'll miss big pay-per-views, which is like, I don't care. I mean, like, whatever. I'm, I don't, I'm not a Cody fan like yeah, that. Don't begrudge him. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I don't care. But it, it's a little weird that you're, like, EVP guys and on the big shows. But whatever. Let's go back to this weigh-in shit. Yeah. The promo. The, the, I saw racism promo. Yes. To be fair, he, he, didn't does not, he didn't actually say he solved racism. He implied he solved racism. He, he cracked the case. Yeah. Impregnate a woman of color. Yep. Realize that racism is bad. Have a, a child who's mixed. Right. It's done. Yeah. QED. You don't need reparations. <laughs> that I was a 13th Amendment or whatever is no longer a thing. Spike Lee needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> he solved it. So, that's not a good... I remember watching that promo thinking like, I don't... I don't okay, he's also doing a weird patriotism thing. We, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, and he says that he's going to be the American... He's not going to be the American Nightmare. He's going to be the American Dream for one night. Only. Which, way, I popped for that. That's cool. I like that. But it, it's, it kind of, to me, was another example of him coming back with dyed hair oh. and being like, reminded me of when Hulk Hogan went to the dark side of Hulkamania. Yeah. Like, it's not a heel turn. What is it? Do you, you know, Cody's like influenced by comics, right? Yeah. Do you think he like, he just enjoys these like one-off things? Like, cause in comics, like, they'll do like weird one-offs, right? Like, it's a. Well, like, I mean, like, what if? Where it's I like, guess well, this, isn't, this, like, isn't, this isn't the main story. This is like, what if Spider-Man was Jewish? Like, like an isolated story yeah. that's got nothing to a do with it. A one-shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, one-shot. So, all right. The promo is good delivery, horrible content. Yeah. In 2021? Yeah, 2021. Against the UK? Like, we're not even doing, <laughs> like, Russia? The, yeah, they're our biggest Jewish ally. Country. I mean, they're also, you know, as... We're both imperialists. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, we learned it from watching you. Yeah. So, not a great build. Not a, not great angles. Muddled messaging. Not a good match, I don't think. I don't remember liking the match. No, it fucking killed the go-go. He had to go fucking back to England, dude. <laughs> he only just came back. A logo, not a great guy. From Twitter, <laughs> I can I can tell. Um, Anti-Max, I think. Um, so, alright. The QT, the factory feud goes until about Road Ranger, which is like June July. No, it's, it's the match that he has where he beats, if I remember correctly, he beats, is it QT, the same show that Malachi shows up at? Yeah, I think so. Okay, whatever. He beats QT. Is this where Arn falls off the apron? I don't know, he's fallen so many times. <laughs> I don't think so. That's, that's later. 
I don't know. Not when he falls on the on the ramp when he falls no, no, off I know the apron. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Art, I love you so much. Um, so we've got a Cody Rhodes. By the time Malachi Black shows up, something's afoot. Audience, not so much with him. He's refusing to turn heel. He's doing this weird fourth wall thing of like, I will not turn heel. Um, it's weird. And the thing is, why would you say that if you weren't going to do it? I don't even like when wrestlers, any wrestler, uses terms like heel and babyface on yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. Do it in a shoot, do it in like a like an RF video shoot, fine. Not on my TV. I get it, but don't do it. Um, so, now, I think what really doomed Cody was that he was put in a match with a guy who was hotter than him. Malachi Black Came was, in red, red it is, yeah. hotter than Cody Rhodes. And this is, I have another theory that I'll get to later. And, you know, he did the right thing, he loses. But, like... But he already lost to Brody. And then got his win back. Yeah. He was he was getting into John Cena territory. I'm telling you, he wants to be John Cena. I mean, he dyed his hair blonde. Cena's hair blonde. He was the, the prototype. He you was, know, he, you know, he was uh, like a, a Nazi Terminator. You know, in Peacemaker, the last episode, I think he says the word prototype, mm-hmm. and I fucking popped. <laughs> I know he probably didn't mean it the way that I thought, but I fucking popped. It's weird. In the in the third episode, he says Doctor of Fuckingonics. So that's not true. I know that's true. <laughs> There's no way from that. So all right. But, yeah, it, it, it would be cool if he lost to Malachi, but he's already set this precedent, the Cena thing, yep. where he loses in the first match, but then gets his win back. Yeah. In such a way that it negates the first match. Now, to be fair, he loses to Malachi, like, twice in a row. Mm-hmm. It's only the third match that he wins, and it's, you know, like, the match was so good, that third one, where it's like, okay, cool, like, whatever... Malachi's been treated well so far. He, you're the baby face. You can win. Like, I didn't have an issue with him eventually being Malachi. But we're, what my theory is, is Cody has, generally speaking, success, successfully avoided, evaded programs with guys who are more popular or have more heat than him. Jericho was the one program he got to do where he lost the belt, you know, he didn't win the match, and that was that. That's fine. Jericho was your champion. You're not going to... He wasn't going to beat him after, like, two months of being champion, whatever it was. But if you look at all his programs, he never, we never got Moxley. We never got Omega. We never got a proper few of the Young Bucks. Never got Hangman. Never got Hangman. Never got... Uh, I, mean, I mean, they're new, obviously, but Danielson, Punk, Cole. He went the entire run... Without really having, uh, yeah, I, I would say Brody fits into because he wasn't, he didn't come in with like that he, much heat, quite he, frankly. He got Orange Cassidy, and the crowd sided with Orange Cassidy. He got Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy challenged him for the uh, for the TNT title. They did the uh, <laughs> I do remember this. the draw the title yeah. of the draw. He never did pack. Never did pack. Never did any of the Lucha Brothers. So he did Pentagon. Okay. He did Pentagon. Oh, yeah, with Alexander Brahantes, right? Yeah, it was a weird, like, yeah. we, we thought, or at least I thought Pentagon was going to get that big singles push and nothing happened. You know, what, you know what I think didn't help? Okay. That Pentagon was like, I'm going to break your arm so you can't hold your baby daughter, and then it that's didn't fine. happen. That's fine. That's good, that's good heat. <laughs> that's what? great heat. He should do it. He should still do it. The baby's arm or Cody's? Cody's arm. 
What about the baby? Those grow back. <laughs> so they're not geckos. So this is the, the why Cody Rhodes is the heel. Okay, John Moxley gets has a baby. Casually mentions it into a promo in backstage. Cody Rhodes has a baby. Motherfucker <laughs> gets two segments. He had the vignette to announce it that he's having one, and then when it's a girl, the gender reveal. What are we doing? <laughs> he's not a baby face. Okay. It doesn't help the perception that Cody Rhodes is John Cena, Jeff Jarrett. All the worst beliefs about those guys and their booking was coming out. And he was, again, he was he was ducking. Maybe not intentionally, intentionally. I don't know. He's not wrestling. In the, in the three years he was there, he never wrestled Moxley. He never wrestled... Any of the elite guys, he, uh, did you wrestle Miro? No. Come on. So we talked about this, like, a couple months ago when we were talking about, oh, it's really interesting how many big matches AEW has oh, yeah. saved up. Um, in retrospect, did Cody save those matches on purpose? Like, not just to keep them for later. Just sure. To keep them from happening. I think if he... Okay, let's, let's face it. If he... We talked about this even before he showed up. In 2018, 2019, you and I talked about they should really do Cody Rose and CM Punk. That would be... There's so much there. They're polar opposite presentations of performers. It would be a great match. Never got to it. And I... And I do believe, partially, it's because Cody was going to get booed. And he doesn't want to get booed. I didn't think that was a real thing until everyone post his departure is saying it. He didn't want to turn heel. Which is interesting. He wants to be his dad. He wants therapy. To, yeah, well, sure. <laughs> he wants to be his dad. He wants to have that connection with the fans. And mm-hmm. I think the tantalizing thing for Cody is that he had it. He had it at the beginning. Yeah. He had that one-to-one connection with the AEW fans at the beginning, and he lost it. Yes. And he's been chasing that high the whole time. The arrivals, Danielson, Punk, Cole, Malachi Black, what we mentioned. Uh, you have Keith Lee recently. You've got, uh, who else debuted? Red Dragon, okay? All mm-hmm. these guys come in. To the earlier point, what does Cody Rhodes mean? What influence does he have? Is he the top guy? He's not the top guy. And he's not getting paid like some of the other top guys. Right. Specifically, Punk. Specifically, and Danielson. Punk and Dan. He wasn't making as much as Jericho because you needed to pay Jericho what you needed to pay. You needed to pay Jericho what you needed to pay him to yep. make that jump. Sure. Cody... Theoretically, as a founder, yeah. is investing his time and effort here. Mm-hmm. And I think Cody's thought was that when it comes time to resign, he's going to be worth so much more, and then he's going to get that Jericho money yeah. because they can't afford to lose him. Yeah. But as it happens, specifically because of how Cody has refused to turn heel, they can't afford to lose him. In fact, they can 
they might prefer to lose him. It might be preferable to spend that Cody Rhodes money yep. on, I don't know, Jeff Hardy? Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, uh, up-and-coming new guys that a- we don't... Athena? Athena, Killer Cross. kidding. But yeah, so here we are. Here he was. I he probably did deserve to get paid more, let's be honest. Probably. But when you are not in the main event title picture, I don't know why you're not, but you're not, and you're, you've done all you can do with it. Like, what are we doing with Cody Rhodes on the show if we're not turning him heel? I think the idea was he's not in the title picture because, for the same reason the Bucks didn't win the titles for a year. Yeah. Because we were trying to avoid the, the accusations of nepotism. But he booked himself away from the title, and then he booked himself into purgatory. He didn't know it, but he did. Right? Yeah. It took him a little while. To, it took us a little while to figure out and see... Oh, this is weird. This is where you're at. Now, Cody and Omega, uh, Cody and Omega, Omega and the Bucks, like, lost for a year. Or they stayed away. Like, you could have done what they did, but he didn't. So. No, he won, but didn't do anything, really. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting that at the end of a year, mm-hmm. they felt like bigger deals, despite the fact that they didn't win. And their... they turned heel to win. Yeah. Cody, you were doing you're doing this backwards. You're overthinking it. Which, by the way, is probably an accusation can be made by Cody is he overthinks a lot. Yeah. So you know when we say you know Cody has some of his father's ability to connect. Yes. But it doesn't appear to be instinctual. Some of it maybe, yeah. but for whatever reason he doesn't trust the instinct. Yeah. Now, as I look at, as I look at my notes here. We're talking about the heel turns. We're talking about what the hell's going on with Cody. Let's talk about, in the last, like, few months, TK. Maybe saying things and doing things he should probably not say and do. Big Swole, that whole ordeal. Uh, I'm sure there are some people who feel like there's not enough, I mean, I know there's uh, not enough diversity. Um, the big uh, uh, Brian Cage stuff, like, I mean... We don't really know what's going on with Ryan Cage, but, like, guys on we TV... We also don't really care. Yeah, but, like, the perception of AEW, mm-hmm. it's not as rosy or clean as maybe it was in mid-2020. Well, we've talked about they don't have the money, yeah. but what they do have is the goodwill. Yeah. That's the most important thing that they have. So, yeah, we've had people, we've had the big swoles say things like, yeah, if you're not good at, you know, if you're not assertive, if you're not creative, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can't come up with your own ideas and pitch them to Tony Khan, you're not going to get on TV. Yeah. And, you know, part of me is like, well, then I guess you're not going to get on TV because there are... You have equally talented co-workers who do have their own ideas and do have, you know, do have a desire to get those things on TV. So, yeah, if you have an idea for how you could be on TV, please say it. Yeah. So, the, the perception, right, I think, of an EVP leaving a company that he helped form to go back to the company... 
that he was, you know, rebelling against. The company that he hated so much, he had to start the opposite company. Yeah. Now, it is just business. I think I think everyone needs to realize it is a business. Like, no one, not everyone in AEW gets along. Not everyone in WWE gets along, obviously. Um, you should go where you think you can make the most amount of money or you feel like you're most valued. I don't know if WWE is where he's going to be most valued. Maybe in the short term, yes. We'll see about the long term. But, you know, we're, we're, we're coming off the back of, like, Tony's weird big swole stuff where he definitely was on Adderall or drinking when he tweeted that. He doesn't respond well to criticism. I think that's been shown. And so this, while it's different, it's, you know, no one's critiquing him necessarily, it just doesn't look great for the overall image of his company. Now, yeah. They've shown the face of the company at the door, essentially. E- that's what it appears, yeah. Either that or, I mean, that's what happened. We don't know <laughs> if they said, we don't know who threw in the towel sure. on this negotiation. Mm-hmm. We don't know whether it was Cody who said, you know, whether Tony made a good faith offer to Cody to stay. Yeah. Or if Cody asked for more money than he knew Tony was willing to give him. We don't know where the breakdown of communication yeah. was. But we do know that it wasn't worth it to keep Cody. Tony made that call. That we know is true, right? Yes. It was not worth whatever to keep Cody. Now, whatever, I say whatever because it could be money, it could be the headache. It it presumably, be- and the funny thing is, he didn't roll, he didn't roll over the option. He didn't exercise that option either. So that means that not only did he not think Cody was worth more money, he potentially didn't think Cody was worth the money that he was already being paid. Now, I have my doubts about I think he probably thought Cody was worth the money that he was getting paid. But, but Cody might have wanted to renegotiate the terms of that sure. contract. Which is totally fair. He should. I mean, he's definitely worth... Okay, I do think he's worth probably more. I know we said this earlier. I think he's worth more now than he was in, in early 2019 because of exposure and contributions to the company and all, and all that. So, and the perception. You don't want yeah. it to look like the face of your company is leaving. Yeah, yeah. So, he left. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to think he's on Raw tonight or next week or smack. Again, no one fucking knows. I have here... We'll wrap up after this. He's a student of history. He does overthink. Mm-hmm. He seems to be into like weird, elaborate bullshit. It's not a work, likely, but could it be? I don't think it is. But listen, if I, Cody Rhodes, if it was anybody else, I would say no. Cody is a carny's carny. Yeah. I don't believe for. A until I hear smoke and mirrors on Monday Night Raw, I am not prepared to say that I'm sure Cody's done with AEW. Because anything could happen. All of his criticisms when he left are only worse now. It's like if, I mean, it's like if Punk went back. Mm-hmm. Why? Money. But why? 
Legacy? Maybe Legacy. Not that, not that Teddy? Action. No. No. Maybe it's Legacy that I'm going to go back to this company and show them that I'm a bigger star now, that I could have always been this big, as big of a star, and I'm going to be a pushed main event guy. Maybe that's it. He has the drive. Fine. The, the whole thing is, I guess we'll end on this. Yep. Undesirable. Cody was undesirable in the eyes of WWE in 2016. Okay? Mm-hmm. Cut to 2021, 2022. He's undesirable in the eyes of yeah. AEW. So, undesirable to undeniable. I guess my point is it doesn't end with undeniable. This was a bell curve. Yeah. Undesirable to undeniable, back to undesirable. I think we're in agreement that we'll reiterate what we said. At the end of this deal, but with WWE, Mm -hmm. or actually, your point is saying he was undesirable in AEW as well, right? Yeah, my point is that this is not a character that you necessarily want to have on your show because he's a fucking mess. I don't mean the performer. Sure. I mean the character of Cody Rhodes is a fucking disaster. A mess. And every character that came in contact with him for the last year was probably worse off for it. Yeah. Malachi Black, red hot after the first match. After the third match... A little cooled down a little bit. A little cooled down. Even Sammy. Sammy... I thought you meant Catline. I'm like, what? Well, also not exactly red hot right now, but Sammy Guevara beat Miro... Lost to Cody, kind of with a whimper. Yeah. And now is TNT champion again, but like, okay. QT, yeah. yeah, QT, a go-go. What the fuck was that like? I mean, I, they, I don't know. I don't so know. So, the Cody-verse just sucks the heat out of anyone who enters it. Andrade. That fucking... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. There are clearly buildings like Flair, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, the, the, the end of that feud could not have been, the payoff to that could not have supposed to have been Brandy Rhodes runs down and lights a table on fire. Okay. One second. One second. One second. Also, is Shaq still on an ambulance? I think so. Although I saw him at the All-Star game on last night. Um, how many times... Did AEW tease a four horsemen and never follow up with that? This pinnacle, I get it. Mm-hmm. But like Cody specifically with like a horseman like group never happened. I'm not counting the factory. That's not. No. <laughs> that's uh, much love to Brock uh, Anderson and, and Big Shotty Lee, but come on. It, well, we talked about this like when the pinnacle first became a thing. We thought maybe it's. Uh, Cody, Brock, Arn, Dustin. To feud with them? Yeah, Hangman maybe. And then you get the heel turn and you get maybe Babyface NJF against the Four Horsemen. That could have been something. It wasn't. No. There are a lot of Cody... um, Tangents that went nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of like loose ends that... 
I, what were we doing here? I think, in retrospect, that's Tony Khan giving Cody an exit ramp and Cody just continuing to keep on driving. I think, honestly, that's what it is. I think it's Cody coming up with some idea or some angle, Tony tweaking it in such a way that they could potentially maneuver it into a workable story, yeah. but then in execution, just continuing to barrel straight ahead. That seems right. <laughs> um. I think, because there were so many times that it felt like it was leading to something, mm-hmm. I think the intention was going to be that, well, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. We've been building to it. Mm-hmm. And then just, no. Cody, Cody was like, tag me out, brother. So that that's it? So far. Okay. So... I think he shows back up in AEW at some point. Yeah, I think so. Because Dusty didn't go to WWE forever. No. He went there for a year. And they put him in stupid polka dots, and he went back to the NWA. Yeah. I think Cody comes back uh, less hot than he is leaving. And less newsworthy, I should say. And, and maybe he'll have an editor this time. Well, certainly less leverage. Oh, yeah. Certainly less. Oh leverage. yeah. So, but this is the this is the wild thing. I would love to see that. Cody back in AEW. Cody back in AEW, with a shorter leash. Because seemingly every problem that we've talked about has been because Cody's got too long a leash. Yes. And he's allowed he was allowed to sort of wander off in different yeah. directions that didn't make sense. So I think if Cody comes back to AEW, mm-hmm. I think. Being the face of the place is, is gone. Yeah. We're not trusting him with that again. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, any reality shows, any talk show appearances, sure. whatever, it's not going to be Cody. Uh, because he's kind of shown that he's not uh, not here for that kind of thing. But, no, I mean, he is here for that kind of thing. But not as a an AEW representative, kind of as his own representative. Sure, sure. But, Cody, at the end of the day, not a true believer. A mercenary, mm. but there's plenty of ways to use a mercenary. Yeah. Right? So if Cody comes back and you allow him a certain amount of creative freedom, you don't, you know, you let him do his promo, whatever it is, but you, if he comes back, he's not going to have the leeway that they allowed the first time. No. Um. And I think if he comes back and he turns heel, I think he's immediately hotter than he's ever been. One hundred percent. I think I think essentially that's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get Cody farting around in WWE mm-hmm. for a year or two. He's gonna come back to AEW and immediately come in as the guy who betrayed them. The guy who's coming back with his tail between his legs, but acting like he's doing them a favor by for coming sure. back. And there are great stories to tell. Like his his eventual yeah. trying to reconnect with the elite storyline, if mm-hmm. that ever happens, will be good if someone can edit it. Him him coming back in, in two years or a year with Punk as champion in a couple of years, because I don't see him winning at him soon, against Cody Rhodes, the guy who went to the other company that this guy fucking hate, hated, and told him, told the world, <laughs> go... <laughs> Be my guest. <laughs> Main event, a uh, 
was it a spectacular fucking yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, night three of a... Buy one, get one free, yeah. yeah. So, there are stories to tell when he eventually comes back, because I do think he will eventually come back. It's just... The intrigue is, why did you go? How did this happen? Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> uh, I mean, no one knows. This is this is the thing, right? Like, there's there's the public story of Cody leaving, which is like, oh, people, you know, we love Cody. Good luck. Thank you for your listen, service. Cody seems like, personally, a pretty chill guy. I would hang out with Cody. Cody seems like a nice enough guy. Not talking about race, though. We're never talking about race with Um, Cody seems like a pretty chill guy. He seems like, on a personal level, yeah. seems to have a good head on the shoulders. Sure. It, it's just that big picture, he seems to be mm-hmm. kind of at sea. Which is, I mean, what we've been talking about this whole time, right? Because individual Cody promos can be good. Yes. Individual Cody matches can be great. It's just that when we try to parse what we're trying to accomplish here, mm-hmm. that's when we get lost in the weeds. So, I don't know. The, the public story is what it is. The private story seems to be some people are really happy he's gone, and, and Brandy as well, um, which seems like to indicate a level of people who are frustrated by him. To your point, maybe Tony was like, this isn't worth it. At least not right now. Um, he's gone for now there's always a chance he'll come back time for revolution I guess <laughs> you never know he could get him the he could have the old hit row what is it the hit row the band the band the the stable the stable what about them that debuted on Smackdown and they got released the next week oh like his army <laughs> yeah man he's gonna be released isn't he <laughs> <laughs> like you know my theory that Finn Balor will be released by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I don't know who's more marketable than of the two, but... Finn. Big old hog. Big old hog. Right? <laughs> um, but Finn never solved racism, so... Uh, hi, man, I don't know. Cody, Cody, Cody. <laughs> Cody fucking Cody. <sighs> now, now, I'll say this. Last yes. point. Last point. If you're gonna resign... You better fucking own your name, which I think he does. You better get some of the dusty IP with these pay-per-views and specials mm-hmm. and get some assurances when it comes to your dad's legacy. And then if they fire you in fucking 18 months to three years, whatever, <laughs> you, you got something out of going back besides just money. And I think he has the leverage to do that. I think, hey, I'll, I'll take a pay cut. Or I'll ask for less money if yeah, because what what are they doing with Starcade? You know what are they doing with fucking Halloween Havoc sure. or whatever? War Games. Yeah, uh, Bash at the Beach. Is, is, Dusty, is War Games a Dusty thing? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just they just they have it. Yeah. Right. Like this is what they they just have things and that's it. They're, they they should be uh, there should be some antitrust stuff going on. I just want. I just want to say. Yeah, and I, Let's 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 close out with this. Yeah, bro. The worst fantasy booking decision I've seen all year, <laughs> which is, imagine Cody Rhodes 
coming out of Monday Night Raw surrounded by Brian Cage, Big Swole, and Marco Stunt. Oh, uh, I kind of saw that. I think you sent me this, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hey, we said, hey, hey, terrible idea. Let's talk about the idea that probably will happen if he does show up. Seth. Yeah, you think it's Seth? Seth or Cena, I think it's Seth. Who, who also, Owens is with uh, uh, Steve. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh-huh. You got the title match. Uh-huh. Right? Bobby's injured. Mm-hmm. Seth has no... Shane's gone, so Seth is open. Okay? Yeah. What, is he going to wrestle Big E? I don't think so. <laughs> he solved racism. He's not going he's not gonna, to... He's not going to fight a black guy. He's fight Woods. The, Woods hates him, or hated him. Why? Because they wrestled each other in high school, and Cody was an asshole. Oh, I thought because uh, Cody leaked the video with Woods. And oh, good God! Um, no, I think I think it's Seth. Which, man, those promos are going to be real bad. <laughs> No one's talking about that, by the way. Everyone in the intro, like, oh, yeah, Seth. That'd be so great, right? I'm like, maybe the match will be good. Those segments, under, under like, who's writing that show? Brother. No. Mute. The cosplay situation is going to be dire. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking Thanos versus, like, Dark Side. <laughs> remember when he dressed up like a fucking, uh... Dragon from Game of Thrones. Who? Seth. Oh, for the Mania 34, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter is coming, brother. Yeah. Just in a couple years. Man. I forgot about they're both fucking nerds. <laughs> so you throw in Gargano, it's Oof. over. The world will not last. We'll not survive that. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like Cody, huh? The fuck is happening with Cody Rhodes? <laughs> crossroads? He's at a crossroads. Is that true? That's true, yeah. Yeah. He's at a crossroads. With Brittany. Spears? This is bad. You gotta, you gotta fix that. <laughs> Fourth pack is back, cause I'm mass destruction. Guess who's here, the bad boys are wrestling.